What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. You all have been asking me to share my sexual experiences and sexual fantasies. So I figured I might as well invite my friend Nico Verrockman to come on. And- yes, I mean, I, <laughs> I usually keep it quite a secret when it comes to like my sexual life, but online. So this is like a one-off thing right now that I'm doing. <laughs> so you're going to hear all my stories. I think everyone's super excited to hear your stories, including me. So, <laughs> I mean, let's just start with the basics, right? When did you yeah. first even realize you were gay or how did you come out? Like, at what age were you? I mean, I guess I kind of knew always that there was an attraction to guys, but I tried to, I can't, how do I say that? I tried to not let it come out, if that makes sense. I tried they to always tell to myself. Yeah, I tried to always just tell myself that because gays for me, it just didn't exist my whole life. I always knew that a man is supposed to marry a woman and they're going to have kids and this is just the way the world works. And I was never really, we didn't have much education about gay sex, about gays in school and stuff. So I always just thought I have to be with a woman and that's it. And then I moved to London when I was 21 and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, there are gay people in this world. And I started to have my first gay experience. But before, I always thought that can't be because I have to be with a woman, if that makes sense. No, I live the same thing. I used to train my brain to be like, if you sleep with a girl today, then you could sleep with a guy tomorrow and it's okay. <laughs> Later on in life, I realized it doesn't work that way. So, well, I feel like I want to get into kind of sexual things we've done or want to do, kind of hear some horror stories, some maybe hot stories. So I think we should start with the basics and just talk about like sexy talk, right? Love that. (laughs) So I think for me, one thing I absolutely hate is the word bussy. What do you think about I mean... Occasionally, I find obviously like sexy talk and hot talk during sex good, and I enjoy it, and I think it's hot and it turns me on. But there's definitely words that absolutely do not turn me on. And like, there was my friend. My friend came back to me once. <laughs> he went to my work, and he's like a work friend that I have. And he literally came to me, and he was like, "I slept yesterday with a guy, and he said he wants to do my shitteris." And I was like, "Ew, oh, that's the worst." <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's worse than bussy. Yeah, that's worse than bussy. Oh yeah, my we god! We always call each other like shitterous now. And um, there was another guy that I was with, um, and we—he had dogs, and I know he kept saying constantly to his dogs, like, uh, "Good boy, good boy, come on, boy." But then when we started doing stuff, he did the same thing to me. So he kept so telling me, he was like, oh, good boy, good boy. And I was like, oh, I was like, like, okay, what was the context though? He was like actually fucking you and he was like, good boy, as if you were like taking it well? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, that, that, I wasn't sure if I found 
find that hot in a way because I knew he's, he says that to his dogs as well. So, well, I like, think there is something called like pup play. So maybe he's into that. Is that a thing? I've heard of people literally who get walked on a leash. Oh, yes. I mean, no, he's not actually like that at all, I'd say. Like, he's, no, that, I don't think that would be his thing. At least, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't sure if, if I say wolf that it would turn him on or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, Nico, open, like, were you on a leash at any point in the sexual experience? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite open about sexual stuff. And I always have been. And I've been... I guess I just grew up like that, that to be quite open and my family's even quite open with that as well. So I even speak to my mom and stuff about sexual things. And I speak to like my siblings and my friends. I'm very open about that as well. So they all know I'm just not open about it on the internet. So this is like, as I said, <laughs> well, the <laughs> internet is a scary place to talk about your sexual experiences. I mean, it truly is. I feel like when you're at the dinner table on Sundays and like my mom wants to make a joke that she found my sex toy on my bedroom floor, it's like, that's funny. But like, <laughs> I'm not going to like post the video of my sex toy on the internet, you know? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> but I love that this is where you and I draw the line, but like we both post each other and tag each other butt pictures every week at least once. So like yeah, posting our butt, that, that's okay. <laughs> But, like, we can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, well, where's the most public place you've ever had sex? Ooh, I mean, oh, I've had sex at the beach. Like, Okay, I mean, that's hot. I feel like that's 101. Yeah, I've had it once um, with a guy and once with a woman. And I also have done stuff on an airplane once with a guy and once with a woman. So... Wait, okay, I want to hear your airplane story. Because I have an airplane story, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go first. Well, with a guy, we just kind of, like, food around because it was... Yeah, we just food around. And with a girl, I did a bit more than just fooling around. And it was on a night flight to New York. So the whole airplane was really, really dark. And we actually had three seats to ourselves. So, yeah, it was a bit... Yeah. <laughs> You actually had sex on a plane, so you were in the Mile High Club. Yes, I am. And oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm accepting an award for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> mine was actually on a also overnight flight, except mine was going from New York to Milan. And oh. I just so happened to get seated next to this guy in a two-seater against the window so it was dark out he happened to be gay like what are the odds of that and so we both like kind of just gave each other this look and i was like am i really about to like suck this guy's dick under an airplane blanket oh my gosh so actually you didn't even know that's like a hookup that's yeah. incredible it was like, like uh, the eye amazing. contact so yeah. like we literally just sucked each other's dicks <laughs> on a plane and I was trying to figure out, because I was like, I really want to have sex on a plane, just to say I did it. I didn't think it would be, like, that enjoyable, because, like, I mean, really, what are you supposed to be doing when there's people sleeping in front of you and behind you? Yeah. But I, like, you also like yeah. But, I mean, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, especially for gay men. I think it's much more difficult than for a straight couple to have sex, because there's a lot of preparation in a way that you don't have to do as a straight couple <laughs> well what i 
my plan was he was laying against the window. So my plan was to like take my pants off and slowly back up onto his dick and just like sit on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it just like did not work. So like technically we never actually had sex because it just was not working out. Like there was there was yeah. no way to actually fuck in the seat on a plane. So that I mean, yeah, that I mean, that's, I still I'm really proud of you because it's like a random person, so that's still quite a lot. <laughs> I'm getting my trophy and giving it to you right now. I'm passing it on. <laughs> <laughs> We could be a Gretchen Wieners and break the trophy in half and you could have half an idea. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> we both worked so hard for that trophy. We did. <laughs> but no, I'm going to actually, I'm going to have sex in a ba- plain bathroom at some point. It's just I haven't had the opportunity yet. Okay. I mean, even at the bathroom, though, I find that very difficult because people will notice that there's two people in the bathroom. Do you know what I mean? That's very I difficult. I don't think they will. They're not. I feel like that makes me even more nervous <laughs> than doing oh, it like no, in the I'd be fine. I would just like, to, if anything, I'd be like, oh, my friend is throwing up. I'm sorry. I can't leave them. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's do it. That's my Yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, I want to ask you, do you think as a gay man, do you think we're forced to kind of be more, I guess you could say like sexually exploratory because we kind of it's difficult to keep a guy's interest so in order to keep a guy's interest you have to be open to trying a lot of new things compared to like a heterosexual couple i mean i wouldn't say have to but i think we naturally are more i think as a we we talk about we are more open about sex i think in the gay community than we are in a straight community even being about openness there's lots of obviously it's it feels like it's becomes the norm to be open in a gay relationship. And there's actually a lot, a lot of straight people that are open, but they don't really talk about it. And I, I wouldn't say have to, I think we, we just naturally are a bit more exploitatious. Is that a word? Exploitatious? Or at least now. Okay. <laughs> it sounds really weird to me. Exploitatious. Or at least we are, we are not, we're not scared to talk about it more, I would say. Well, I think because it's more common. I think with girls, every girl wants to make it seem like, oh, my husband is so perfect. My boyfriend is the best. Like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. But then in reality, you know, when they go home, like, they're fighting about the stupidest shit. Like, I think girls cover up problems in their relationships better than gay men do. So if gay men are having problems or they want to open it up, they're just like spewing everything. They're like more open to it. They're gonna try things like so I think it's more talked about in the gay community, but that like in the heterosexual community, it's probably more like under wraps. Yeah, I think so, but I wouldn't uh, even like even trying new things out, but I also think that it becomes a bit it's annoying that it's uh, how do I say this? Like with the open and close thing, for example. From, I don't have a problem with people being open and I think it's everybody should have their own relationship rules, how it should be. And I think there shouldn't be a norm on how to have a relationship, in my opinion. So people can be open, keep people can be close whatsoever. And for me, for example, I wanted to be close and I want to have a close relationship, but that doesn't mean I don't like open relationships because as a single person, I love guys who have open relationships, obviously. <laughs> You're like, I'll be the third. <laughs> exactly. But for me, as a, if I would be in a couple, I want to be in a close relationship. 
and that's just for me but a lot of gay people don't accept that or if i say oh i'm in a close relationship like with my exes the usual look that i get is well good luck. this can't be because everybody has to be open and you know this is not natural and i get all these like excuses where i think well you know there's a lot of close relationships that are not uh, open relationships that are not working either it just depends on if you found the right person or not well i think an interesting thing and especially like let's just talk about the difference between america and europe i think in america it's probably more closed relationships that you'll find here and i think in europe it's probably more prevalent to have an open relationship than a closed relationship like i think when i look at my immediate friend yeah, group, it seems more like a norm here like yeah like i think there's definitely guys here who i'm friends with who will like they won't even call themselves open but like let's say we were in fire island and they found like a fun third they'll like play with that one guy together but like they would never separate and like each yeah. be able to do their own thing yeah because i'm i'm not like I wouldn't say that I would not have a try things out with my boyfriend because if it ever comes to a point where there's a might be like a guy and you go, you know what, let's try it out. That's fine. Just try it out once, but then that should be it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's just I for me to say, let's be open is not really my thing. I think a good thing that I would probably do, I mean, this is all pending who we both end up with, right? I mean, we're both single exactly. with no hope in mind at this point. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, I would be maybe more open to like an open relationship with like certain rules in the sense that it's like, if I'm going to Mykonos and you're not coming, I might just fool around in Mykonos because that person's not like coming home with me. But I think if we were yeah. having like a night out in our hometown in New York, I wouldn't want to like have an open relationship because you might see that person reoccurring again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like everybody would have their own rules and everybody has. And that's for me, I think we, nobody should judge anybody else for how they would have the relationship. I feel that. Well, back yeah. to our sexual <laughs> fantasies. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to just say something and then you tell me if you've done it or if it's happened to you or if you have a good story for me. Okay. So... I mean, I guess we already kind of touched on this, but how do you feel about like threesomes or orgies? It's not, it's not a bad thing, is it? I mean, <laughs> I do enjoy it. I do, I do like it, but I'm also getting out to an age where I'm like, I want to have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? I want to find a husband. I want to have a boyfriend. I want to build a family. But in my 20s, I was definitely going like wild and crazy and I did stuff. And I'm happy that I did because... If I'm when I'm with someone, I, I'm not feeling like oh my gosh, I missed out because I've kind of already done it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've done it, and I'm happy that I did, and I did have my fun. And I mean, it, it is always fun to have like a group thing if it's the good group, but it could also be a really shit group thing. Like, there's also some bad experience. But um, what's like the most rather... amount of people you've had in an orgy? You think? I can't say this. <laughs> <laughs> this Come on, you have to tell me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't say this. <laughs> I'm always trying like, to cry. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> let's just say two for now. Let's just say two. <laughs> like double digits? <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> so who's ever going to... Like, like, there's going to be a lot of people hearing this. <laughs> 
but yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. Let's say like it was, it was a lot, but as I said, it was like my twenties, like I'm past that. So, <sighs> I mean, I would love to experience it. I've never been in one actually. I've been in a threesome, but not an orgy. Yeah. It is very like Europe, I guess in Europe. No, no, wait, I was on Fire Island as well. It was proper crazy there. <laughs> I was going to say, I can imagine the crew of people you were probably with, and I'm probably friends with them. But that's for a later conversation where we're not on this. Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely want to try an orgy just because, I mean, I probably wouldn't go to an orgy and just like let five people inside of me at one time. You know what I mean? I think that would probably be a lot to handle. But I might like let one person or two people fuck me and then like I would fuck a whole bunch of people and feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean, the the problem is often as well that if you're in a bigger group that you probably fancy like one or two people but the rest you don't fancy and for me it's like I don't, I don't really like that. I, mean, I would rather have some sort of personal connection with that person. Yeah. Like if it's one-on-one I feel like you're more close. You got a pr- just a closer connection than just like a group kind of thing. So for me, I pref- I personally prefer one-on-one. But well, I feel like, like when you're one-on-one, it kind of just builds a friendship, right? Yeah. yeah. But then when it's like a group thing, you're literally just like a cum rag and people just yeah. like finish on you and they're like, all right, peace out, dude. Thanks. It was fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which is not horrible either, but yeah, I'm past that age now. <laughs> Time and place. Time and place. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I would say another sexual fantasy, although like I haven't acted upon it, is have you ever been with an older guy where there was like a big age gap? I <clears throat> I was with an older woman when I was in my teens. And older guys, I mean, I started with guys so late, so now that I'm an adult i feel like the age gap it doesn't really matter i've been with guys who are 40s i've been with guys who are 50s but that's a big age gap you're what like 30 yeah okay that's not a big age gap though i feel like people 20 years that's a whole generation bitch (laughs) but they look differently i mean j-lo is freaking 50 and she looks like 24 you know what i mean i mean you can't really say that in today's time anymore i mean there's the the guys that i was with i could never tell if they were like 50 or like if they were in their 60s or whatever like for me in today's time i do yeah you can't really tell it's very difficult sometimes because they're usually absolute amazing bodies they have nice experience and they know what they're doing and they know what I want, what they want. And I quite like that. <laughs> well, that's one way to word that. <laughs> I like my daddies. No, I'm just joking. I don't think I've ever had sex with a daddy. I know I haven't had sex with a daddy. Like, I think at the oldest, I've probably slept with like maybe like a 34 year old and I'm 27. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, my first boyfriend was, eight years older than me, eight, nine years older than me. I was 21 and he was 29, turning 30. Yeah, he was 30, yeah. That was my first boyfriend. Wow. Do you think, do you th- don't you think though that when you date older men, they probably want something more serious though? I mean, back then that was our issue because for me, he's still an incredible person. We still speak today and we are really, really close and who knows, like I might find my way back to him because he was just, incredible we want the same things in life but i was just too young back then i mean i yeah. just 
turned gay, or not turned gay, but I just had my first gay experience before that. He just had his first gay experience before that because I broke up with my girlfriend, he broke up with his girlfriend. And then, yeah, we just found each other and we started a relationship for four years and it was beautiful. It was like the best That's relationship ever. Time. Yeah, but I just, I knew back then that I needed, I needed to focus on my career and what I wanted to do because I was still in college back then when I met him. And yeah. Um, so we parted and it was really difficult, especially for him because he truly loved me and so did I, I loved him, but he wanted to settle down already and I wasn't ready for that yet. And he understood it. So it was nice because we are still on good terms and hopefully let's see, perhaps we're going to get married next year. That's like kind of romantic. Yeah. It was nice because we both just broke up with our girlfriends and we came out together to our families, to our friends. So we helped each other out. So that was the beautiful thing with him and me. And we always have that strong connection. That's like really, do you think you would ever go back to a girl at this point? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sex with a girl. Yes. I slept with a girl last November, but I wouldn't say I would have a relationship with a girl that I can't have that anymore. Not the yeah. relationship, relationship connection, but sex with a girl for sure. You're a wild man. <laughs> Well, the thing is, sometimes it's annoying that we have that stereotype thing in the world that if you sleep with a guy, you're straight away gay. And I'm like, no, like, if you're a heterosexual guy and just want to experience, see how it is, and then you do it and you're like, yeah, I could perhaps do it. Or no, actually, that I didn't really like it at all. Yeah. That doesn't make you, that doesn't make a straight person gay or it doesn't make a gay person straight if they want to try other things out. I think more straight people would actually have sex with guys most straight men would have sex with guys if they wouldn't be straight away stemmed as a gay person. I think they're too scared to try anything out because they're like, oh my gosh, if I try just anything with a guy, everybody would think I'm gay. Well, if you think about it, everybody's a little bi-curious, you know? I think that's just common. Yes, I I think so too. I, I tried it with a girl. I would probably have sex with a couple, a male and female. I don't think I could just have sex with a girl, though, without a guy counterpart involved. Yeah, and but, some people probably could, like some gay guys could never have sex with a girl either because they just don't like it, and that's totally, you know what I mean? But that shouldn't be like, nobody should put straight away, be put into boxes. It should just be like, just do whatever you want to do. I feel that. I get that. <laughs> um, so my next question for you is kind of gross. Has anyone ever peed on you? Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I want to say no. <laughs> But I I'm think lying. you would know if somebody <laughs> did. I would totally be lying. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mine, mine was pretty much, I was in the shower with a friend one time, and he was, yeah. like, washing himself, so I just, like, peed on him because I thought it was funny. But I never, like... Yeah, I would, I did, that was the same. Like, I did it in the shower and stuff, but I never did it anywhere else, I would say. But you did it in a sexual way in the shower, or you did it with a friend because you were just, like, LOL? No, sexually. <laughs> okay. Was it a hot experience? Though? Like, would you would you recommend? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, it was just, it was fit. it was hot at that moment at that time. Now thinking about it, I'm literally crossed out. But at that moment, it was really hot. 
I mean, the moment. I mean, do you ever, like, start watching porn, and then you end up, like, searching the weirdest shit, and you're like, why the fuck did I type that in? I think when you're just, like, super horny, the shit you type in, you're just like, wow, do I have, like, a problem? Like, what the fuck did I just Google? Well, it's even when you, when you have sex, it's the same thing. You do things when, afterwards, you think, oh my gosh, why did I just do that? Like, that was, yeah. it's so, but at that moment, it's just how unfair. It's just, like, the same thing, yeah. One time I was so drunk and horny that I was like fucking this guy, but I also was extremely hungry and we ordered pizza. So I was like fucking him and eating a slice of pizza at the same time. And then he was like, I want to finish yeah. on the pizza. And so he finished on the pizza and I like ate the slice. And I was like, that was kind of gross. And I woke up the next day and I was like, how do I tell my friends this story? And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't because it's just like too embarrassing. And then I told them and they all like died laughing. But I was like, that's, I would never do that again. Yeah, no, that does not sound, yeah, not for me. <laughs> when you say it sober, it sounds alarming. It sounds awful. That's what I mean though. When you're like sober, it's like things just sound absolutely awful like afterwards. Yeah. Well, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, have you? Are you into like hair pulling or spanking or biting? But okay, I have a really embarrassing story right now. This is like really awful, and I shouldn't probably tell this. And I'm, if the guy hears that, like he will crack up because we're actually really, really good friends. Like we really enjoy each other's company and stuff. But so during lockdown, my hairdresser was really bored, and then this is the real. This is real. Yes, this is real. So once this lockdown kind of finished and he came over to me, he really did like loads of crazy things with my hair. I was like, I just want to have like the tips a little bit lighter and that should be it. And cut my hair. But he was obviously so bored. So suddenly started pulling in my hair. He was in my apartment as well. So I didn't have a mirror in front of me. Started pulling in my hair and I was like, oh my gosh, what's he doing? And he put hair extensions in, which I didn't say I want to, but he just put them in because he's like, he's just incredible. And I was like, cool, that looks amazing. Thank you so much didn't realize so how quickly they can be ripped out. <laughs> and, well, they were stuck in the bottom of my roots and this guy that I was having fun with, was sleeping with, he then pulled on my hair and ripped out two of my hair extensions. So he was, he stopped suddenly and he, I was like, what's going on? And he was <laughs> utterly shocked. Like his, he thought, I don't know what he thought, but he just thought the dirtiest things with that hair and he just had it in his hand. So I pushed him away. He fell off the bat. I went down the, the other side of the bat and we were both just laughing, like absolutely laughing my head so. And he was still holding these hair extensions in his hand. He's that like, is so <laughs> cringe. Oh, it was I don't, so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. So, yeah. I don't know Never what would I do yeah. if I pulled out a guy's hair extensions. I'd be so confused. I'd be like, first off, why are you wearing this? That's probably the first thing. <laughs> <I asked. laughs> That's what he said as well. They were so hidden, so you couldn't see that I was wearing hair extensions. But like, I had like, I don't know, like 10 or something on my head. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Never ever again. So I'm assuming you never got hair extensions again. No, that was my one and only time. <laughs> I mean, I don't really think you need it. You have a crazy, you have crazy hair, but I like it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so this next part is just a whole bunch of random questions that I want to ask you personally, based off of following you and feeling like I've known you for like, I mean, how long have we known each other? Like two years at this point, but like, yeah. this is our first time ever actually talking face to face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> if you could give advice to your younger self, what would you say? Don't give any other person the power to take away your happiness. That's like really beautiful. <laughs> I think that I <clears throat> I got bullied so much in school and stuff, and I was always so upset, and I came home crying, and I was, and my mom was really the one that always supported me and always kept me going in life. And yes, that's what I would tell my younger self that you shouldn't give anybody else the power to take away your happiness. And sometimes even in life now, like I have amazing friends, I have an amazing family, I have a mom that loves me, and I have. Yeah, just, I'm really happy with my life, but there could just be one comment that somebody put on, on my Instagram or on a, under a post that would just hurt me so much that I'm breaking down and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe like that person. And I'm like, why? Like that person should not take away my happiness and should not, I should not let that happen. And now I'm much stronger, but back then I definitely wasn't. No, I, I feel like when you get those certain DMs, I know what you're talking about, that you could get like, 99 plus and they all are so nice and they say like you have beautiful eyes this that like all of a sudden there's that one guy that's just like says something so fucking rude whether it's about your body or your personality or like his perception of you and you're just like what the fuck man like what yeah, and you, you focus on that you just focus on that and the other 99 things that have been said you completely forget about and that's what's so hard but I know you learn it by age. <laughs> yeah, you learn to not give a fuck that like some random person exactly. you don't even know has exactly. their opinion on you. It's fine. Um, so what do you miss most about the world before quarantine? Before quarantine, I would say the, I'd say my grandparents, my family, because I'm. You recently visited my mom and my parents, and that was already like nerve wracking. But like my grandparents, I still haven't seen, and I think I miss that. I miss, I miss my family. I miss having, not being scared to hug someone, not being scared to. I'm a very affectionate person. Same. Like, why? What? What would it be for you? I don't know. I mean, when you just made a very wholesome comment, I was like, oh, I miss my grandparents too, but I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a very family-orientated person. As I said, I want to have kids. I want to have little Elijah walking around in Cairo, and yeah, my child is going to be called Eli Elijah. That's definitely going to be the one. You are so put together; it's alarming. <laughs> I, have, I have it actually. I have like notes in my notes on my phone that says like the names of my children that I have. What I have, and the names of my dogs as well. So I got it all sorted. I just need to find a freaking boyfriend. <laughs> Okay, we'll come to New York, we'll go, we'll go on a couple of dates, and then we'll see what happens for you. Um, I would say I miss traveling. Just, like, being yeah. able to, like, go to Europe if I want for a weekend, or just all the life experiences you want to have as, like, a young person, you know what I mean? Yes, so part of me just feels like, not that I'm, like, wasting my youth, I don't want to sound like an entitled bitch, but it's more yeah. just like you feel like you're wasting your life by being stuck home yeah. this long because you're not getting any younger, right? So it's just like all these yeah. experiences you want to have, but your life is just on hold. So I think I miss just that aspect of being able to like go out and experience life. Yeah. You can't. 
That's true, 100%. Um, if you had to classify your type into one tribe, what would it be? My type? Um, my, my gay type? Versatile? Is that it? Versatile? No, no, like your visual, like your, your future husband. Like, what's this yes. guy going to, like, fit the mold and look like? My future husband. I mean, oh, that's so hard to say because I always think I'm in the same kind. I always think this is my guy that I want or that I, I'm into, not that I want, that I'm into. And then I always go for, like, the complete opposite. But my type of guy that I quite like is, like, Lumberjack. Like, somebody who looks like he's going to, like, break the kitchen table with me, but then tells me afterwards he loves me. Do you know what I mean? So, like, a, a really manly, hairy guy, but sensitive. Like, Hugh Jackman is, like, my dream man in the, like, celebrity world, I would say. Perfect. Like, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, he looks like he would hurt me, but then he would lie next to me in bed and cuddle me and say, I will never have an open relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that kind of, like, so guy. Romantic. <laughs> my type I feel like you, people always say they have a certain type like I always say I have a certain type but then I always go look for complete opposite like, I, I, get that ranges. I think for me I, my friends always make fun of me because I always go for like Spanish men so they're always like like <laughs> If they, like, look at my list of people I've had sex with, it's, like, Gustavo, Jose, Jorge. And it's just, like, all these people are, like, so not, like, your basic, like, blonde hair, blue eye, white American guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. But who's to say I don't do that, too? It's just, like, I feel like what I gravitate towards is more, like, yeah. I don't know, I just feel like everyone has, like, better rhythm. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't know. It's a, it's a different sexual experience. That's all. That's yeah. what I'll put on. Yeah. So you obviously have a phenomenal body. Um, if you go to the kitchen and grab a snack, what's the first thing you grab? Cocoa Pops. Cereal? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I love, I love the milk afterwards. You know when you have Cocoa Pops, but I don't even like, eat it straight away. Like, I put the milk in. I mean, the almond milk or whatever I use. And I just leave it for like five, ten minutes. And then afterwards, oh my gosh, like Cocoa Pops is like my bad thing. Also ice cream. Have you ever had Reese's Puffs? The which one Puffs? Reese's, like the peanut butter cup ones? Oh no. <laughs> I'm not a peanut butter kind of fan. I know Americans really like that peanut butter jelly thing. And I try to get into it, but it's really not my thing. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm a peanut butter guy. Like I literally have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a psychopath. Yeah. But I hate jelly. I think jelly is disgusting. I don't get yeah. peanut butter and jelly either. But I will just like lay in bed and watch TV and just like spoon feed peanut butter out of a jar and eat it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's like. <laughs> so if you're allergic to peanut butter, we cannot date because you will have an allergic reaction the minute you kiss me. Non-stop, okay. <laughs> so, as a, so as a performer, if you could perform yeah. or collab with anybody in the world, who would you want to collab with? Ooh, oh, that's very hard. I would probably say choreography-wise Paris Gerbil. She, for me, is just 
an absolute incredible choreographer and her work is insane. Um, I mean, obviously Hugh Jackman, but that I would just not be able to concentrate, but I would try. But he is just, he just does everything. He does acting, singing and dancing. And he's just for me a triple threat. And I love that about him. I mean, not just mean he's good at sex too. <laughs> in my head he is <laughs> I mean I but mean, yeah, can imagine I mean, how many times do. you've imagined it I mean Beyonce obviously she's like my dream idol in this generation for performance she's just like above and beyond and yeah also be my main people well her, she just came out with um, I think that film today with like her song oh, yes. I need to check that out still me too. I haven't seen it yet, but I have seen the advertisement for it. Maybe that'll be on our to-do list tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last time you had sex, did you top or bottom? Oh, that's a very personal question. Um, I bottomed. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling, based on your most recent butt picture. I was like, maybe he's asking for somebody. <laughs> like, you know when sometimes you post a picture hoping someone's going to text you? I figured maybe yeah. that's what you were going for. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I, I did. I did for him. Yeah. He was sweet. He was a good guy. Well, I'm envious <laughs> because I haven't had sex since like... I 1937. <laughs> Basically. It's been horrible. I mean, I have like a couple blowjob sessions, but like I don't want to like get too involved and then they have corona. Yeah. <laughs> New York's a sketchy place at the moment, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, name a household item that you've used as a sex toy. Oh, I mean, a, s a scarf? Is that a sex toy? <laughs> a <For> scarf? Bondage? <laughs> For bondage, I mean. Is that a sex toy? That oh, I'm like sitting here thinking like, you shoved a scarf up your ass? How do you do that? No. But obviously bondage is sex toy, isn't it? Isn't it? I, I guess I would say, yeah. <laughs> I didn't use anything else. I've never like thought of a combo or something. Like I've never done that. I, I like the like, end of a razor. A ra or end of the razor. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, you were like, like pain. <laughs> 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 like, like the handle and then like yeah, you turn yeah. it on so then it goes like, uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, I've never, I just rather like than the real thing, if anything. Well, listen, bitch, after these four months, it's been tough out here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> you, have to, you have to get creative. Yes. Um, all right, Nico, so last thing I want to end it on. If you could give advice to anyone still in the closet or questioning their sexuality, what would you say to them? Ooh, question. <clears throat> if they question their sexuality, just don't think and feel. I think that you know what you like and what you don't like. As I said before, there's a lot of people that are scared to do something because they think they are going to get labeled, but... You shouldn't be scared of it because at the end of the day, you live only once and you're not hurting anybody. You're just spreading. You just, you just want to love and be loved. And it doesn't matter if it's a woman or a man. If you, yeah, that would be my tip, I would say. And also for any, everybody else, don't pressure anybody to come out. I think that's really important as well because I think that 
lots of time when somebody comes out, the friends and family go, oh my gosh, why didn't you tell me before? Like, you know, we wouldn't be angry. That's not in their place. It's not in their place to decide he should have come out before. It's his time. It's her time. It's, yeah, it's their time to find the right moment to come out and to find the right confidence for them to also come out. And it's in the other people's, um, the other people can only perhaps give him the confidence, but they can't tell him or make him come out. I think that was the biggest fear is people like force it upon you or they like say, and it's just like, let the kid come out when they want to come out. Exactly. 100%. And I'm sure if you're good enough friends with the person, you will be the first one they tell. So. Yeah. Sure. And if you pressure them, you'll be the last one they tell. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, baby. I'll see okay, you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.